Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And hit it. And welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coach, bringing you the best available wrestling-specific mindset information anywhere in the world. Wrestling Mindset. What's happening, everyone? Thank you for joining us. Shari, how you doing? Speaking of children that are the future, my godson, Mateo, and Julian, they are the future champions of this country and many others. Kara's sons and many others that are following us. My godson, Johnny. And many others. Am I not muted on this? What is going on here? Yeah, I suppose I am. Again, welcome back to Mindset Monday. Uh, Really great information we have for you tonight. Tonight talking about Logan Steber, who just won the world championships. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. The number one wrestler in the world. He was a four-time NCAA champ in college. And there was, I think, three people to do that uh, so far. That's that's something right there. There's, There's been more people who walked on the moon who have won four NCAA titles. Who is, who is that? That's Kale, that's Kyle Dake, Pat Smith, and Logan Steber. Did I get that all right? I think so. Yeah, so four, four, four-time NCAA champs. Now Logan Steber becomes a world champ. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They had a world championship uh, for the non-Olympic weights, which they should. Uh, you know, in, in a you know, while back, it was, it was more, there was 10 weight classes. Now there's only six weight classes. So imagine that. That's why these weight classes are split so much, making it even more difficult. But we don't want you to focus on that at Wrestling Mindset. We're not focused on weight classes or things outside of our control. We constantly speak about the difference between the predator and prey mentality. Austin Sherman, what's up? Holla at you. Constantly talk about that predator-prey mindset. Prey mindset, prey animals, squirrels, chipmunks, rabbits, their eyes are on the side of their head because they're focused on things outside of their control. They're focused on their surroundings. 
So if we're focused on weight classes and all this other nonsense, who's in our weight, even thinking about winning and losing, that's prey mindset. Think about that. that. That may sound a little funny at first. If we're thinking too much about winning or losing, that is prey mindset. Now, when we're predators, we're focusing on the things within our control. Predator animals, lions, tigers, bears. Oh, my. Their eyes are on the front of their head. They're focused on things directly within their control, their effort, their attitude, and their aggressiveness. And that's what I wanted to talk about with Logan Sieber tonight. Anyone who saw a Wrestling Mindset YouTube video that was just recently released, we talked about the same thing. It's worth reiterating. Logan Sieber, he embodies all three. There's a big reason why he is a world champion. And I've said, and this is a bold statement right here, there are many wrestlers in the country that have as much um, physical ability, as much athleticism as Logan Sieber. What most people don't have that Logan Sieber has is that right mindset. He does those things. He controls those three things that are within his control, his effort, his attitude, and his aggressiveness. So let's first look at his, at, at his effort. It's funny, I, I did this video in here um, just a little bit earlier today. I feel like I'm making that video again. So Logan Sieber's effort. He goes hard from the beginning of the match until the end. Um, he won two of his matches in the quarterfinals against the um, Iranian, or maybe it was the Russian, and in the semifinals against whoever the other one wasn't. Uh, he won both of those matches in the last 20 seconds. If you watch the video against the, I think it was against the Russian, he won his last match in the last three seconds. I, I really feel like there was four seconds on the clock. They were on their feet. There was no contact. There was no bodily contact. And Logan Steger, Steber shot in and got the takedown. And if you listen to his interview after, he said, you know, he wasn't planning on winning the match like that. He wasn't thinking about that at all. He just thinks about making a lot of attempts, taking a lot of shots, going after it. And sometimes that happens that you're going to be rewarded at the very end of the match. And that should make some sense because that's when people tend to change their mindset. If you're focused on wrestling and your opponent's focused on the clock, first of all, who's the predator and who's the prey? Who's focused on their objective? You are. And who's focused on the time? Your opponent is. At the end of matches, at the end of any sporting competition, we tend to see people change their attitude. They start to change their mindset. They focus on the clock. They focus on winning. Well, if you're just continuing to score, you're going to end up, you're going to end up doing well. You're going to end up getting a lot of takedowns at the end of the match. I could recall one of my matches against Cornell in the conference tournament my junior year of college, and, uh, or my redshirt sophomore year, rather. And I just remember going hard, being aggressive that whole first period, and it was a real scrap. Kid was really tough. He was a great hand fighter. And I remember getting that takedown of, like, again, two seconds left in the period. And it was just a matter of – that was one of the few matches I could honestly say I wasn't even aware of the clock, wasn't thinking about it. And lo and behold, gets a, gets a takedown against a very good opponent. That match could have went either way. And, and, I got, and I got that takedown because I wasn't focused on the time or the score or the winning. It was just focused on the offense. Well, look at Logan Steber. So if that was me, now Logan Steber takes that to the next level. He's a scoring machine. And how do we relate that lesson to how do we relate that lesson to school? How do we re relate that lesson to life? That you know, good things are going to happen to you if you're focused on the right things, right? If we're if we're focused on studying as hard as we can, treating every test the same, um, you know, being diligent, asking our teacher for extra help, asking our professors for extra credit, going in for office hours, showing up at our writing center. Uh, there's going to be times where you're able to maybe snag a grade at the end of the semester. In other words, you know, get bumped up because 
you're, you're doing things right and you, and you do well on that test at the end of the semester. And, and in life too, you get rewarded. I, I think it was Thomas Jefferson who said uh, the quote, fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the bold. What does that mean? The people who take chances are usually more likely to get rewarded. Uh, that's, that might be actually more principle number three we're talking about today with aggressiveness, but we'll get to that in a, in, in a moment. So our effort, we're going hard the whole time. Logan Stever was wrestling hard the entire time. Let's go to attitude. Attitude, we, that's something directly in your control. You could maintain a positive attitude whether things are going well or poorly for you. That's completely in your control, and it's not easy. Having a positive attitude doesn't mean we're just, um, you know, all holding hands in a circle and singing kumbaya and think happy thoughts. That's not thinking positive. I call it being a stubbornly positive and optimistic thinker. Stubbornly positive and optimistic. That means when everyone around you is criticizing, blaming, complaining, pointing the finger, um, everyone's, you know, complaining about the, you know, their weight, they're losing weight, it's a tough day, it's, it's cold outside, you know, it's raining. And we all feel like this sometimes. We all complain a little bit mentally in our head. But go out of your way to be positive. And I know Logan Steber does that. He talks about it all the time, how he, how he loves wrestling. He enjoys wrestling. And Kyle Snyder, after he won the Olympic championships, is another good example of that. He said um, he focused, he's just thankful for the opportunity to wrestle. And, and look, Kyle Snyder, Logan Steber, both Ohio State guys, you can see they're doing things right over there. And um, Jimmy, what's up? Uh, Tom Ryan at Ohio State does an excellent job. He was coaching at Hofstra before. He was doing a great job over there. Um, they had a very tough team to beat. They beat us pretty bad when I was over at Penn and Hofstra and now over at Ohio State. They're doing great. They were NCAA champs a few years ago. And why? We talk about being the total package. I know that at Ohio State, they're talking about faith. They're talking about values. And a lot of coaches might be afraid to go there, getting into spirituality and faith and religion. Well, Tom Ryan doesn't shy away from that. And look at the results. That's, that's what happens. Right, in Matthew 6.33, we hear, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be given to you. That's more of our spiritual strength call we'll get into later on. But the point is they have their priorities in line. They enjoy the opportunity to participate. They enjoy the opportunity to wrestle. Kyle Snyder, Logan Sieber. Hey, Graham, what's up? And notice, and notice these are the people that are getting success. They enjoy wrestling. They're having fun. It's not all this pressure, what if I lose? Um, Oh, you know, heaven forbid I look bad in front of other people. What if I get embarrassed? What if I do something, make a mistake? You know, all this hard work's going to go down the drain. No, they enjoy wrestling. They truly love wrestling. And that's a big reason, a big part of Logan Stieber's success. You could even see it back when he was in high school, uh, when he was coming into college. He's wrestling in these open tournaments. I remember him wrestling Mike Zadek, who is a world champ and an Olympian, or was second in the world. He was an Olympian. And Logan Sieber is like fresh out of high school. And you could see he loves wrestling. He loves the sport. So that's a great thing about him. And then how does that attitude relate to us in life? And again, I kind of touched on this already, but being stubbornly positive and optimistic, that is not an easy thing to do. One thing we tell our wrestlers is that when you catch yourself complaining, which we all do it, we're all guilty of it. When you catch yourself complaining about any situation whatsoever, right off the bat, Name five positives. Amir, what's going on? Welcome aboard. Anytime you catch yourself complaining in your head, taking a turn for negative town, tell yourself five positives, five things you're thankful for. That'll really help. You know, a lot of, a lot of people think the opposite of depression is happiness. 
Now, this is a, a topic I know a lot about. My two master's degrees are in psychology. And the opposite of depression is not happiness. The opposite of depression is being thankful, having gratitude. And again, at the University of Pennsylvania, they had the number one, they, had, they founded positive psychology. They did a lot of studies on this. So the opposite of depression is being thankful. So what do they do to get people out of, the, out of that you know, funk, the low point in their life? Well, they have them write a gratitude letter. Write a letter to someone who's helped you in your, in, their, in your life. Read it to them. Tell them why you're thankful for them. That's one of the things they have them do. Oprah, who's helped millions of people around the country with her book club and her show and all these great you know, functions she's a part of, she talks about, say five things you're thankful for every night before you go to sleep. She's a big proponent of that. So I figured, hey, well, why in the world shouldn't I do that, right? If, we're, if we all have high goals, I have high goals for my business. You have high goals for your life. I don't, I don't want to be down or, you know, get into these low negative areas. So why wouldn't I do this too? So before I go to sleep every night, I thank God for five things. And if you notice a lot of the Psalms, a lot of the, um, a lot of the Psalms of, um, of David, you see their, their praise, their thanksgiving, their gratitude. So this is timeless wisdom. We're seeing a reoccurring theme here, timeless wisdom of being thankful, being grateful. So let's apply that. To, and same thing with school. When school gets tough, we catch ourselves complaining about that. Remind yourself, hey, I'm just thankful to be in school right now. You know, a lot of our wrestlers in college, they're going through a tough time. I know what that's like. It was hard, especially this time of year for me. You know, in the beginning of, the, of December, there's a lot of negatives to focus on, the shorter days, the cold the cutting weight, the finals coming up. Okay, let's shift that focus onto what we're thankful for. So when you catch yourself complaining, all right, I'm in school. That's a great thing. You know, I'm pursuing my dreams. I get to wrestle. I have a healthy enough mind and body where I get to wrestle. My family loves me. You know, my, my faith is at the center of my life. Name the things you're thankful for. That's a hard thing to do. And a lot of people don't feel like doing that when they're having a bad day. But that's what's going to pick you up, pick you up and out of it. So that's the, um, if you want to call it emotional resilience, or if you want to call it maybe um, mental and emotional first aid, we have very good physical first aid. We have terrible mental and emotional first aid. It's like if we, if we trip and fall and we cut our knee, what do we do right away? We put the, we put the neosporin on it. We put the alcohol on it. We put the Band-Aid over it. We, we, keep it. we keep it clean, right? Well, mental and emotional first aid, we do the opposite. Okay, we have a bad day. We start to tell ourselves, what's my problem? Why am I such a schmuck? Why can't I get this right? That's like, that's like when you cut your knee, that would be like if you ran to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, and ripped that sucker open even longer. Okay, it's like, how big could I make this cut? That's what we do to ourselves when we have a bad day, when we fail, when we make a mistake. Omar, what's going on? Uh, that's what we do. We make a mistake. We make the cut infinitely worse. We've got to stop doing that. We have to take good care of ourselves mentally and emotionally. You have to be two things if you want to be successful. You have to be your best friend and you have to be your harshest critic. It's not either or, it's both and. A lot of people are very good at being their own best friend and they're terrible at being their harshest critic. You gotta fix that. And there's a lot of people who are very good at being their harshest critic and they're terrible at being their best friend. Neither one works. It's not either or, it's both and. If you want to be successful, you have to be your harshest critic and your best friend. And people like Logan Sieber, they know how to balance that. So when we get to these low areas in our life, we get into that funk, um, taking a turn towards negative town, right off the bat, 
tell yourself five things you're thankful for. That'll help pick you up and out of that. And Kale Sanderson does something similar to that over at Penn State. Before the wrestlers go to sleep every night, he tells them they should say three areas they improved on during the day. What are three ways you improved? Three things you did well. So it's keeping you positive. It's keeping you thankful. So the way I look at it, hey, if Kale Sanderson's going to do it, why wouldn't I do it? I might not be competing anymore wrestling, but I have goals. I want to, I want to have that, that life of joy and success. So why am I not going to do it? So that's what we want you to do also. Then you look at um, what's number three, attitude. He said Logan Stieber, big reason why he's a world champ, controls his effort, his attitude, and his aggressiveness. So we're on aggressiveness, actually, number three. Logan Stieber, we touched upon this already. He goes after it. His attack rate is probably two to three times higher than that of his opponents. If you watch his matches, he gets after it. He goes for moves. He gives up a lot of points sometimes, too. If you watch his matches, they're not always low-scoring matches. He gets turned. He gets taken down. Why? Because he's going after it. Coach John Wooden, who's highly regarded as one of the top coaches of all time, I feel like we're running the same script as last week, he says the team that makes the most mistakes, the team that makes the most mistakes usually wins. What? All my coaches used to say the opposite. The team that makes the most mistakes wins? Yes. Why? Because they're usually making the most attempts. Most people are afraid to lose and make mistakes, but not Logan Stieber. And I'm not saying he, you know, obviously as you get better, you make less mistakes. Your mistakes aren't as severe. I want you to clean up your technique. I want you to polish up, you know, your technique, your shots, your defense, everything. But we can't be afraid to make mistakes. Action beats inaction. Almost every single time, action beats inaction. Be a person of action. And that's why if I said it once, I said it 46 times. I don't want to be a thought-provoking speaker. I want to be an action-provoking speaker. I feel like that's three weeks in a row now that I said that. So let's hope you're taking some action out there. Logan Sieber, another thing we talk about is drawing first blood. And obviously I'm using this term metaphorically. But we talk about drawing first blood. That means taking the first shot in a match. You saw Rambo. I'm a big fan of the Rambo movies. Uh, you know, drawing first blood. To me, that's taking the first shot, like I said. And Logan Sieber does it. His attack rate is very high in the first 15, 20 seconds of the match. And we've seen this ever since he was in, you know, even in college. He usually shoots in that first 15 seconds, and he usually gets the takedown. And uh, my former coach, Zeke Jones, he broke down all the past world championships, Olympics, NCAAs. He said most takedowns happen in the first 15 seconds of a whistle start. I'll say that again. The first, the, the first, a takedown usually occurs. Points are usually scored within the first 15 seconds of a whistle start. In other words, in the beginning of a match, after a stalemate, after a stall call, after potentially dangerous, after a caution, you start over again within 15 seconds, that's most likely the time when someone's going to score. Okay, so what does that mean for you? It means look to score early, right? Cobra Kai from uh, Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid, not the Will Smith one. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy, sir. Strike first, strike hard. So that's what we got to do. And again, this, this translates to the rest of our life. As we said before with the Thomas Jefferson quote, don't quote me that that's Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> but I think it is. Uh, fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the bold. The people who take the most chances usually win. Successful people, they're go-getters. They get after it. People who sit back usually remain average. And we're not trying to you know, sound you know, condescending or hardcore. It's just that's the reality of the situation. 
you look at the richest people in the world, you look at the most successful people, you, you know, you look at the best people, they, they're just the best athletes, they take chances, they get after it. And it's not easy because, you know what, we're going to get laughed at along the way. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to have people uh, come down on us and criticize and, and complain uh, about what we're doing. We talked about this last week on, on top, not being afraid of getting reversed. But, you know, the reality is you're going to have to deal with a lot of criticism if you want to be successful. And that's okay. That's okay because it is worth it in the long run. It is worth it. But making sure that we are not afraid to lose or make mistakes, so being aggressive. And, again, Steeper, who's attacking from the beginning of the first period until the tail end of the match, he's scoring in the first 15 seconds. He's scoring in the last 15. What does that mean? He's not focused on the time. He's focused on effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. And like I said, this goes for every area of your life. Don't focus on what other people are thinking about you. Don't look at the records and the rankings. Don't look at where you stand. Like, oh, you know, you, sh you should know your role. No, you shouldn't know your role. That's ridiculous. You should focus on what it is that you need to take control over, your effort, your attitude, and your aggressiveness. If you do that, you're going to have that Logan Sieber mindset that's going to propel you to the top of whatever field you're in. So that's, that's, that's really the, the main soup of the day that I wanted to cover. Logan Sieber being a world champ up for Team USA, that's excellent. We're pumped. And as far as these Olympic teams, wrestling monster, we're going over to Colorado Springs, the Olympic Training Center. That's going to be in, in mid-January. We're going to be working with the U.S. Uh, Olympic Reco team and the U.S. women's team. We're going to be talking to them over on, on their territory. Normally when we speak to the team, we're on, we're on Skype. I'm in the comfort of my office. Now I'm going to actually get to go out and be, and be with these best wrestlers in the country and really help them out over there at the Olympic Training Center. So we're fired up. We're going to be posting pictures. We'll show you a lot of interviews that we have out there. It's going to be tremendous. Again, make sure you're joining us for our 10 p.m. Spiritual Strength Conference call as we talk about constantly being the total package, spirit, mind, and body. We're going to do that at 10 p.m. as we do 10 p.m. Eastern time as we do every single um, every week. 9 p.m. Mindset Monday, 10 p.m. Spiritual Strength. And again, if you haven't checked out our website yet, WrestlingMindset.com, sign up for your free trial session. You know, tis the season. Wrestling season's here, and it's better we handle these mental struggles right now. We get calls from wrestlers, you know, in late January, early February. Hey, can you help my kid, um, you know, win this postseason? We're not magicians. We're not psychics. We're not miracle workers, all right? We're like personal trainers for your mindset. That's what we do at Wrestling Mindset. We're not, like I said, we're not, um, we're not therapists or counselors or motivational speakers. We're like personal trainers for your mindset. And the time to do that is right now, while the season is early, before the losses. Don't wait till you get losses to jump on board and start fixing this stuff. We have a lot of time to handle it, so let's really capitalize. Check out that free trial session, and again, make sure you're telling your family, your friends, your teammates, your coaches to jump on this Mindset Monday call, both on the phone, well, on the phone or on Facebook. The more people in your life that are speaking the same language about mindset, the more people in your life that know the difference between predator and prey, the more it's going to rub off on you. That's why you want the people around you to know the information that you know. I was always very, very big on that. When I learned information, I told my brothers right away. I would tell my parents, you know, my grandparents, because I wanted us all speaking the same language. That's only, that, can only help, that can only help you in the long run. And the same thing with my teammates. When I would learn moves, when I would learn different ideas, I would tell my teammates. I would tell my friends. And now we're all reinforcing each other, and that creates a positive spiral, a positive upward spiral, a success circle, if you will. All right, so 
Make sure you check out our website, wrestlingmindset.com. If you have any questions on Facebook or on the phone, you can call. You can ask them right now. So on our Facebook group, you can just write out your question. On the phone, you would need to press star 1 to unmute the line. So if you're on our phone call or conference call, just press star 1 to unmute the line. Austin Sherman, you are welcome. Keep working hard. You're the man. And keep sending us those great training pictures on, um, on uh, what do you call it, not Instagram, Snapchat. Really good stuff. Make sure you're following us, all of you, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. We're constantly pumping out great information. Boise State jumped on board our program. We started working with them. And um, their coach was actually quoted in one of the USA Wrestling magazines, or, or on, maybe it was on their website, saying that their wrestlers had the predator mindset. This is right after their first talk. So you could see these Division One teams, some of the top teams in the country, they're taking what we're saying, and they're running with it, and they're having immediate success. You know, we change our focus. Things happen quickly. Question? Um, hello? Yes. Hey. Uh, I have a question. Uh, sometimes when I wrestle, I have a tendency to, like, when I make a mistake, I have a tendency to, like, I get really mad. Uh, how would I uh, be able to control that, like, getting mad and, like, you know, avoid okay. losing my cool? Because then I wrestle... I notice I wrestle worse when I get angry. Okay, so that's a good question. And I'm sure a lot of people on the Facebook um, have this question also. So what do we do after we make a mistake or after we lose a match when we tend to get angry? We start to get down on ourselves. If you look at the best athletes, the most successful people, the happiest people, they learn the lesson. I'm not saying they don't learn the lesson. They definitely learn the lesson. But they have a short memory. They have a bad, they have a bad memory. So um, in Mark Schultz's book, you know, the fox catcher guy, Dave Schultz and Mark Schultz, Mark Schultz, Mark Schultz talks about the importance of dying to the past. Think about that for a moment, dying to the past. He said that's a very important thing to be successful. So after something happens, you've got to put it out of your head. What I tell a lot of our wrestlers, there's a time and a place for analyzing and for going over our mistakes. It's, it's not during a match, and it's not at a tournament. This is very important for everyone on the call. So please listen to this. It's not a, you don't want to analyze during a match or at a tournament. Or, or for, like in my example, if I'm giving a speech in front of a couple hundred people and I make a mistake, it happens. You know, and, and maybe I want to start criticizing myself. That's not the time and place to do it. So I tell our wrestlers, I tell people, imagine a black box. Put all that negative thought, all those negative thoughts into the black box. And you don't open that black box until after the tournament's over. After that day is over, Grace, amazing Grace, on the call. Welcome aboard. Team Drexler, can't wait to see you this weekend. We, um, we, can't, get, we can't get into that analytical mode while we're out there. It's going to kill our performance, whether we're giving a speech, whether we're taking a test. If you're taking a test, you don't get one question, you don't understand the next one, maybe you start getting mad or frustrated or down on yourself, that's going to hurt you. Take all that negativity, throw it into the black box, and like Mark Schultz says, die to that moment. Die to the past. Forget about it. You've got to put it behind you. Um, the reason why I keep qualifying this is because suppression, that's what we're saying is basically suppress it. Don't focus on it. Focus on the things in front of you. Right? Remember, the good Lord put eyes in the front of your head, not the back, so you could see where you're going, not where you've been. Right? If, 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 we, if, if our eyes are on the back of our head, first of all, it's prey mindset, but we're looking backwards where we've been. Well, God put our eyes in the front of our head so we could see where we're going. We could focus on our, direct, on, on our objectives. 
Imagine if you were trying to drive your car by looking through the rear view mirror the whole time, right? You're looking through the, the rear view mirror. You're looking on the side mirror. It's hard to drive the car forward. So we have to forget about the past and put it behind us. Normally, suppression is not a good coping skill, okay? And that's why I'm saying put, it, put all that negativity into the black box, and then we open it later. That's when you're doing your one-on-one -on -one mindset sessions. Then we could analyze all this information. That's, very, that's, that's when the, the, we analyze and we go over all this stuff. Uh, you go over your technique. You clean up your technique after the tournament's over. Don't be thinking about it during the day because it's just going to trip you up and you're going to keep running over that information over and over. Whether you're taking a test, speaking in front of a group of people, or wrestling, you have to die to the past quickly. So have a bad memory. Focus on the things within your control. If you made a mistake, there's no sense getting angry about it because that's not going to help you. It's only going to make matters worse. You know, and if you're at a tournament and you lose a match, we call this the five-minute rule. This is another great piece of information along with that black box, the five-minute rule. Give yourself five minutes to be upset after a match. If you wrestle poorly, if you lose, give yourself five minutes to be upset, and then after that, forget all about it. We'll go over it after the tournament. That's why you have your mindset coach to go over the stuff after. So you, you give yourself the five-minute rule, and then you realize as an intelligent, logical, rational human being, you can't change the past. So now we focus on the present and the future. Okay, so hopefully that helps. Great question. But yeah, we don't want to let what's happening. If, we get, if, you, if you get too angry, you're going to end up beating yourself. It's okay for your opponent to beat you, but don't beat yourself. All right? Good question. Good question. All right, Austin, question on cutting weight on Facebook. Um, let's see. Cutting weight, started off season 141, started dropping to 133. Um, in between, well, you know, it's, it's tough to give a direct, it's tough to give a direct, um, well, you're on, the, you're on the mindset program. I would say the big thing is talk about that with, a, with your mindset coach because he knows you better than I do. I don't want to mm -hmm. just give you, um, you know, just random generic information. I guess the big thing is just you got to know yourself. You got to be able to wrestle hard for six minutes. And overtime, plus overtime, plus double overtime. So if you can't go hard the whole time, you, you, you know, you don't want to be at the lower weight. You know, cutting weight doesn't make you a better wrestler. I've said that many times. So, you, you know, you need to know where, where you function at your best. And just because you're physically capable of making a weight doesn't mean you should be wrestling there. Now, again, I don't know your exact situation. So take that up with, with your mindset, Coach. Those are some... Uh, tidbits of information about the cutting weight. Like I said, it doesn't make you a better wrestler. Just because you could physically hit a weight doesn't mean you should go that weight. Um, but I don't know your situation. But, yeah, talk, talk that over with Trey. Very good. Very good. Any other questions? Anything else I can help anyone with? We've got time for one more. I'll set eye the tiger so you guys get some music as we close, as we close it down. Any other questions? We have exactly... 31 minutes before spiritual strength. Make sure you jump on that call. As we said, you look at the very best people, they're looking at it from a holistic point of view. Let's face it, wrestling is a holistic sport. Ken Churto said it himself, legendary wrestler in his own right. Um, oh, wait, we got one more? Okay. Hey, Roderick? Yeah. Hey, yeah, I got a question. Um, so sometimes, you know how you said earlier that, uh, that you got to love the sport to be successful, right? Yeah. So, so like sometimes, yeah. what if like we really like sometimes we just like don't enjoy the sport at the time, and just like we're just in it for just like the character building and stuff. 
Um, you know, because wrestling is like yeah. a great character builder. And that's yeah. that's mostly why I'm in it. But I also love it, but I want to learn to love it more, you know. So, like, do you have any, like, yeah. answers for that? Yeah, we have. A, okay, so the question is for our Facebook viewers, um, if, we, if, we, if we're not quite in love with the sport, but we want to love it more, what can we do? And for anyone on our mindset programs, um, you, you would know that you would look at our motivation week. I think it's three. No, I believe this is in self-knowledge, actually. We moved this to self-knowledge. And that's writing down the things that you love about wrestling. What is it, that, or, or let's even just say like about wrestling. What do you like about wrestling? I would make a list, three lists, practice, matches, and tournaments. So your practice and training, your matches, and your tournaments, and make as long of a list as you possibly can. All the little things you like about it. That could include hanging out with friends. That can include getting a good workout, getting in better shape, getting ripped up abs, whatever you want to add with that. Um, add all that stuff because the more positives you see about wrestling, the more you're going to like it. And it's just sometimes writing it down so you could focus on it. You know, I'm sure you have all the, all that in your head. It's just once you get it on paper and you start focusing on all those things you like about wrestling, you're going to like it even more, you know? So that's one part of it. And the other part of it is, is not, is not getting caught up with things that can block your, your love for wrestling, like feeling too much pressure, treating it like a chore, and that's why I say the predator and prey mindset. If we're focused too much like prey animals where eyes are on the side of the head, we don't want to let people down. We're afraid of losing. We're afraid of making mistakes. Um, what if I look bad or lose respect from people? That's going to block your love for the sport. So you want to, you want to remind yourself of things you like about wrestling, and you want to make sure that that's with this, with this wrestling mindset program that will really help you. It will help you block out the things that can, that, can, that can blunt your love for the sport. That makes sense. All right, good question. Really good question. Duke Pickett, mindset coach, Cornell's fine, and Finger Lakes Wrestling. Shout out. Good question there. Okay, and Rodrigo, let's see. Any opinion if, if you're having trouble staying consistent on your goals? Yes. We have uh, one of our worksheets, goal setting week four. So goal setting week three, we have our wrestlers create an action plan, breaking wrestling down into all the different areas, strength training, technique, uh, mindset, nutrition, flexibility, tendon strength, plyometrics, rest and recovery. That's, that's like eight right there. So you see there's a lot. They make, their, they make their goal setting, their action plan. And then week four, if we're having trouble staying consistent on our, on, on our action plan, that's where we're going we're gonna to put in a, a reward or a punishment. So you take, you take an extracurricular activity that you like to do but you don't need to do, whether it's playing video games, watching TV, hanging out with friends, all those things that, that are, like, nice to have. I don't want you to use food because you don't want to use food to reward yourself. It's actually a terrible strategy in a country that's, um, that, that's largely overweight. You never reward yourself with food. I know that that maybe spits in the face of what a lot of people do and probably what I've done myself in the past, but it's really not a good habit of getting ourselves emotionally and our emotions and our feelings tied in with, um, with, with food. It just, it just doesn't work that way. So, again, where are we going with that? Okay, so have a nice-to-have, like video games, TV, hanging out with friends, and use that as a reward or punishment. So, in other words, if you're consistent on your goals, if you're consistent on your action plan, you allow yourself to watch TV or hang out with your friends or play video games. And if you, and if you don't, if, if you don't follow through on the, on the action plan, you take that away. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And you've got to police yourself. Here's the big thing. 
you have to like your coaches, your parents, your friends. As a wrestler, they're not gonna they're not gonna be on you about this. But if you look at the best athletes, the best students, they do a good job of policing themselves. So hold yourself accountable. Give yourself a reward or a punishment that'll help you stay stay consistent on your action plan. Also, tell someone else what your action plan is. Show it to a to a parent or to a coach or to a friend, and have a weekly check in with them. That's why we do this with wrestling mindset. That's one of the things that you automatically have. You could check in. You check in with your mindset coach every week. They they take this guesswork out for you. Now, if you're not on our plan, we you know we can only help you so much. So you know these calls are great, but it's really taking it to that next level where you have the mindset coach holding you accountable. But definitely that reward punishment that goes a long way. All right, again, make sure you check out our website wrestlingmindset.com. If you haven't signed up for your free one-on-one trial session, make sure you do it. That's going to take the mindset to the next level. Literally every single question that was asked and every question that's asked on all the calls, I've been doing these Mindset Mondays for a very long time, a couple of years now, it's all answered in our Wrestling Mindset program. Going through the worksheets, the mindset workouts, that's going to get you these kind of results. You have all the ability. We give you the strategy. We take all the guesswork out of it make it nice and easy for you. So make sure you sign up for that free trial session. Also, make sure you come back with us at our 10 p.m. Spiritual Strength Conference call that's going to be in 25 minutes. Stay with us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for all the heart. We appreciate all of you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.